only say it one time. I body all these bitches with just one rhyme. Chew them up, spit them out, them out like it's gum time. Chinese banks, ponytail, and a bun time. That ass in my titty stay perky. Bad ass, but I'm still a little quirky. American Express in my Berkey. If he got a real big D, he could hurt me. Real rap, we don't fuck with facade. Came from nothing, but I beat the odds. Pretty queen tings with young Nick Minaj. Queen RuPaul Carson, Miss Facade. <laughs> Well, I think it's safe to say that, in actuality, Nicki Minaj is that bitch. She is. If you're if you're asking who that bitch is, that that bitch over there, uh, <laughs> not to be confused with that hoe over there, T Bot. Um, yeah, T Bot. Oh, you asking about T Bot? Not T Boz. Not but to T-Bot. be confused yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go chasing waterfalls around no. this, Mary. No, no, no. Uh, stick to that bitch. Over there that you're used to. Yeah, uh, the bitch is back. The bitch uh, is back. And so are we, for anybody who's yes. a seasonal Mary. That's uh, right. Bitches, we're back. Bitches, we're back. Yes. The jokes haven't gotten any better. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, yes. So, uh, yeah. So, Nicki Minaj, this guest judge. So, I was excited when I heard Nicki Minaj was going to be the guest judge. But I remember the gravity of Lady Gaga. And it was like, oh my God. And the ratings were through the roof. And it was like, Jesus Christ. And uh, now with Nicki Minaj, it was like, oh, okay, Nicki Minaj. And you don't realize, you're not ready for how invested she is as a judge coming onto this show. Mm, yes. I feel like when they announced that she was a judge, I was like, well, that's great. Obviously, that's really cool. But I guess it's like it it's gotten so big at this point. Well, it's like, well, you better have somebody big. Like the mm. the bar has been raised. And and yet to the, the same point, I did not expect her to be so invested to the point where it was like what do we need to do to get her back, you know? <laughs> Regularly, like Switch out the visage for the menage. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh shit! Right, right, <laughs> right, right. I mean, well, no. You know, it's, yeah. help, let, we can have both. You know, we can have both. Oh yes, we of course we can. There's no either or. It's a yes and. Yeah. Um, I I love the little bit that Nikki came out as a host. I know it's kind of like very cheesy, but it just reminded me that everybody is having fun on this set, that it's about fun and it's about entertainment and we don't have to take it seriously. And she comes out and it's, it, she looks phenomenal and she's, you know, five foot three and fabulous. Yeah. Well, and, and not to, you know, jump too far ahead or go to, you know, 64,000 foot view, but Overall, everything this episode was this this sense of like, hey, we're all just here having a good time and we're all mm. being nice to each other. And, mm. you know, it was uh, I, I was like, is this Drag Race Canada? Have I have I mixed up the premieres? I'm loving this. Well, did you not hear the theme song? I am American. Oh, American. of course, of course, of course. Yeah, I <laughs> that that really should have tipped me off, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, you know, she I I loved that I love that overall Nikki was very kind and constructive and positive and she had one shady moment with Michelle and was had one harsh critique. That was in my mind justified for Heidi in closet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that 
I and you know when we talk about Untucked, we can kind of dive in because the way that she kind of expands upon her point in Untucked, it's like, well, you know, you got to give it to her, Biella. She's right. You know, yeah. like yeah. she's totally right for as much as I know about makeup. And obviously I know nothing, <laughs> but she seemed so confident in what she was saying that I'm going to give it to her. Yeah, there's there was a lot of nuance with Nicki Minaj in this episode in the sense that every time that we saw her nails, I just thought it was so drag oh. just at a level 10, just high drag when I saw her nails on Carson Kresley's shoulder or whenever she, you know, kind of punches him in the shoulder and is like, hey, that was great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my favorite parts of the episode with Nicki Minaj were whenever they cut to her during the rap or the I was saying I thought you <laughs> especially Britta's especially yes! Britta's best supporting nail best supporting yeah! fingernail <laughs> she does that point thing it's like that oh what did you just say am I getting that right let me just like it's very <laughs> It's oh, it's God. great. Oh, God, just the 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 very wide eyes and this kind of robotic like I'm listening very intently yes. and I'm totally invested in this performance and you're also shocking me and blowing me away. Mm-hmm. It was all of it swirled together and it it it's just the it's just the mood that I wanted for this episode. Yeah, oh it was it was great. I I feel like that is a I mean that's a running theme I think with all the guest judges from your from your bargain basement Leanne Rhymes to your Nicki Minaj. You know you <laughs> Pam Tillis. <laughs> I was just going to say I could barely I could barely get out from under my cowboy hat like Tanya Tucker to say that then there's the Pam Tillises of the world that are great. But you know Nicki is gold standard and in general we want guest judges who are excited to be there who are invested who actually have feedback Mm. i you know and i think now that the show is bigger the excitement to be there it's like i am like the 14th queen i'm most excited to see on season 12 is aoc you know like oh my god of course because i i just like i feel like that kind of excitement is very infectious but we also want like good feedback and nikki brought that yeah the it was because you knew what i loved about her critique is that she went right into crafting a rap and a rhyme and granted i disagreed with her on one of her praises for a rhyme but that's oh. neither here nor there do you know what i'm talking about uh, no no uh, <laughs> tell me more i mean i might know it once you say it i mean and i know this is like uh, just bitchy of me because whatever i it doesn't matter but when she was like oh i love that you rhymed courtney with naughty and i'm like those don't rhyme <laughs> yeah yeah it was like well no. <laughs> I <laughs> No. I feel bad. I feel yeah, a little bad. I mean, I and I don't remember it in the song like how much she kind of like squished her foot into that shoe, you know what I mean, to make that rhyme work, but uh she I, didn't. She didn't. Okay. It it sounded like not naughty rhyming with Courtney. Right. No. It, so yeah, what if it, it was with like a with an like naughty and Courtney? You know what I mean? I could see it working if it was Courtney Act doing it, right? Yeah. But uh, it, or- it, it was not. It was Jackie Cox. So, uh, but I I love the reference of Laverne, Shirley, Thelma, Louise, Courtney, whatever it was. Uh- <laughs> there was a Debbie in there. I think she's shouting yes, at your was, mom. Yeah, it was it was Debbie Cox. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, Laverne, Deb, and Courtney rhymes with naughty. And I was like, oh, oh you know, it, it works. I'm uh, sorry. It- I don't mean to interrupt, but... 
I am I am not ashamed to say that I didn't understand why she was name dropping Laverne, Courtney, and Deborah. I didn't realize they you, were oh Deborah Cox. Cox. Oh yes. Oh God. Laverne Cox. Oh, I feel like such a dickhead. I <laughs> <laughs> cockhead, oh, if you will. Yeah, really. I just cocked it up. Oh. <laughs> Cockadoodle do. Yeah, I just um, got balls in my mouth about this. But oh, oh, oh that's clever. Okay. Yeah, very it was funny. really clever. It was very funny. That's very funny. Yeah, very um, funny. Cher's mom. Cher's <laughs> mom. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of Cher, I mean, it was a Cher look on that runway, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to Nikki. So, I, you know, just her entering with her expertise, right? So she knows about dressing in drag because she does that for a living. And she knows about writing rap because she does that for a living. So I, I thought it was a great use of skill. It wasn't just I'm a fan of drag. It was actually like what I do is similar to what you're doing in this challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the advice that she then later had for them, like in Untucked, it was like she she very much knows what she's talking about. It very much is applicable to what they're doing. And I think that was, it was nice that it wasn't just like that stunt casting that she like literally pulled out her iPhone and wrote a mm. rap. And I don't yeah. know when she did it. I'm assuming it was before she put the nails on. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she does a little speech to text situation. Sure. Sure. She's one of those people. Yeah. Um, yeah no. So it was, it was all very exciting. And I found this clip. I think I saw it on YouTube. Uh, for our clip of the week, which is Nikki's rap put to the music of I'm That Bitch. And I'm like, oh, good. Somebody did it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, good. I don't have to. I mean, I wasn't going <laughs> to, but now I don't have to. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was all it was all very positive. And, uh, and, you know, I think that's a theme for this episode, which we can get into. But before we do, why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this Beady Beady TV show. I'm Johnny. I'm a look queen. I'm a comedy queen. I'm a talented queen. And I'm Colin N. Closet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cheers to that, Mary. Cheers to that. And cheers to season 12. We are, I mean, we haven't gone anywhere. We're not back. We haven't gone anywhere. We have been uh, busy little. I don't want to say beavers, but busy little beavers, uh, you know, for all these months. And so anyone who's just coming back now from All Stars 4 in season 11, uh, welcome back. And uh, I am, I don't know about you, but I am very excited about season 12 so far. I am very excited as well. I have moved, which many of our Marys probably don't know, but I have moved to Portland, Oregon, and I now have... uh, a very small handful now of gay bars to choose from to watch the premiere live. Uh, so I chose the one on the west side uh, because, you know, there's an east side and west side in Portland. Mm-hmm. I just feel like such a, uh, I know all about the geography now. Um, yeah, so I, <laughs> so I chose. I hear east side and west side, I think of that Black Street song. Remember that song from the 90s? Mm, I can't oh, do it Oh, east for side it. to the west yes. side. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, well, it's not that. Okay. 
Well, I got real excited for a few seconds. Anyway, I saw this premiere at Scandals uh, for our Portland Marys that know about Scandals. Um, there wasn't any drag host. There definitely should have been. It was just like dead air during the commercials and a very silly uh, quote-unquote host uh, running the sound um, who didn't say much of anything. And whenever he did say something, you just thought that he was i that that he had to go to the bathroom right oh. right like <laughs> yeah hey hey guys i'm i'm going to be right back <laughs> oh god it was just like get it out mary land the plane land yeah. the plane <laughs> put the music back on um so but yeah so it was packed and luckily i went with uh, cuz let me tell you if it was if i went alone I probably wouldn't have stayed because mm. it was so crowded. And when I got there an hour and a half early, I was like, I'm going to get here an hour Ooh. and a half early so that I can get a seat because, you know, I'm old. And I went with uh, a Mary, Sister Mary Will, uh, luckily. And if Sister Mary Will was not there, I would have left because it was so crowded. But I'm glad that I stayed because it is such a different, exciting experience to experience the new episode or just drag race in general with a very, very large crowd, right? Mm. Uh, they, they all want it to be funny. They all want it to be good. They all want the wig reveals and the uh, costume reveals. Like they all want it and they all want a good show. And uh, even if you complain like, oh, it's too loud, I can't hear anything, you can always watch it later, right, you, to get right. all the nuance. But the reason you see it live is to get that just community experience, which I think, you know, is something we need right now as a community is just kind of coming together and not being on our phones. And even though we're looking at a screen together, at least we're, you know, all doing and rooting for the same thing. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, the premiere was long. But, uh, you know, you, you only notice during the commercials. Yeah. And if, <clears throat> if there's somebody who's hosting and kind of making the commercials go by a little mm, smoother, probably right. don't really feel it. Um, yeah, I was going to go out. I was going to go to Albatross here in Astoria. But I just, you know, as they say, not, not enough spoons. Uh, I just didn't have it in me. And I was like, you know, I could order some food and I could stay here <laughs> with Marco. And I could just stream this on the vh1.com backslash live dash TV uh, destination. And that's what I did. And okay. it was great. I I had no regrets about it. Uh, no regrets, as they say. I don't know who says that, mm. but I heard that somewhere. And <laughs> just, no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I love it. Um, and I, you know, it's weird because I didn't like – we did a Meet the Queens episode, but I didn't really do much deep diving after that. I didn't try to – I didn't watch any of those, like, videos leading up to the season of, like, oh, you know, what's what, what's your favorite kind of pancake, you know? Those, mm. those like, VH1 videos where they have them, like, look at their first, you know, you know, first time in drag pictures, things like that. Right. So I kind of just went in as fresh as possible as I could, you know. Um, and at first, like – to be totally honest, I had a little bit of a feeling of like, hmm, this all just feels a little, I've kind of seen all this before. Mm. No, I'm, not, I'm not really like being elevated here. And I don't, I don't know if I was just wanting to feel that way or like, I don't know. I, I just, it's not that I wanted everything to be different either, but there was just like, 
these were this was a format. I mean, even having the split premiere, it was like, okay, well, we've seen that before, and having the fashion show, we've seen that before, and um, I, I wanted to see all the queens, and I was like, oh, well, there's like a whole bunch of other ones I really want to see. Uh, but I got to say, on the outset, that by the end, I had such a good fucking time with this episode, totally. and and re- and was so relieved none of them went home because I was not ready to say goodbye to any of them. I know, you know. Uh, yes, yes. It's it's crazy now to think that they do on any reality show, right? That somebody goes home the first episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's almost kind of like what the fuck? Like we didn't even get to see anything of this this performer, right? Or this artist. And uh, yeah, so the when I found out that it was going to be only seven queens, I was disappointed for a little bit because I was like, damn, I want to see all of them. But mm-hmm. as the episode went on, I'm like, oh, all of these queens are getting airtime. This is actually, this is a really, really good thing to bring back mm-hmm. because season six is touted as one of the best seasons. And that might very well be because we had a chance to get connected to more of them. So I was happy that they brought that back. I was happy that they brought back the the mini challenge runway because they just got to showcase fashion and it wasn't this pressure cooker performance or, you know, singing or dancing or, or talent show thing. And it was just easy. And we just kind of got to get to know them now. I didn't really learn more about many of them from this mini runway, but the fact that there were only seven made the episode. And even as I was like writing down some notes for this podcast, I was like, oh, this is so much more manageable. Oh, my God. I mean, that was the upside was, oh, there's so few, so many fewer queens or so fewer queens I have to keep track of here. And I think, you know, uh Overall, and I'd be curious to see if this theme kind of plays out this whole season, but this episode is really built around this idea of this show being a platform. You know, it's Mm. like we want everyone to have a time to shine and have Mm. more screen time, and they're not fighting for screen time with twice as many queens. We get to kind of see their fashion. We get to see their performance. We get to see their writing. We get to see their, you know, then their runways and their personalities. Like, And then none of them go home. And it's like... This episode was like such a perfect example of, I think, what Drag Race is doing already um, of like giving them a platform, of giving them an opportunity to, to for people to fall in love with them. Because then, you know, all of them get, you know, a couple of episodes at least and people get a chance to then like connect with them. And then it's like, well, fuck, it doesn't really matter when you go home at this point. I mean, it, it does it a does. little, but like, <laughs> no, I mean, you know what I mean, though? Like, yes. it doesn't yes. matter. I know what you mean. That you, you go mean. home, you know, yeah, like right. ultimately. Um I don't think that I remember Evie oddly more than I remember anybody else from last season Mm. or, you know, like I'm more, there's probably ones like, you know, obviously Nina West that I'm more attracted to or more drawn to. Um, and she did not win. So, um, I, I felt, I just felt like this episode was doing that, um, in a really great way. This episode for me was an example of almost, if not kind media in Mm. the sense that nobody went home they the editing even they could have edited that rap song to zoom in on when people messed up or looked low energy or whatever 
but they only highlighted what was great. And that I really appreciated. Uh, you know, I saw mistakes on the side of the camera, but nobody focused on it. And I thought that was just a sign of perhaps what's to come. And that's me being very positive and hopeful about this season. Because, And at the end of the day, there was no elimination either. And it was a, you know, legacy lip sync, if you will. Uh, and it, the stakes were about it being amazing rather than I have to turn it out so I don't go home. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that, you know, normally, you know, I, maybe we've talked about this with all stars, right? That like when, when the lip sync is about just that, it's not when it's not about staying, but just about kind of getting that little, you know, the $10,000 tip and, you know, the prestige of, of winning the lip sync, the stakes are not as high and it, it's maybe not as dramatic of television but I felt like in this case, I just like wasn't ready for those stakes to be so high. Like I wasn't exactly. ready to see these queens because I feel like, you know, not to jump ahead, but I mean, I, 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 I we, actually we can get to it when we get to it. But I have my guesses of if they were to go the traditional bottom two route, who the bottom two would be, and I didn't want to see either of them go. Yeah, so... it would be Nikki and Heidi. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. It would have been really sad if Heidi went because Heidi did so well in the rap challenge and is a joy oh. like my god what a goose right? a goose just a, a, goose. a honking goose a I'm, goose I, so many feelings on her yes honk honk yeah and then uh in terms of nikki doll now nikki i have uh, i'll talk about nikki now uh so Nikki is gorgeous and had amazing looks and clearly needs to stay on the show a little bit longer. But what I am seeing from this, if this was the top seven, Nikki would be the next one to go. When you look at the editing of what Nikki's quote unquote storyline is, because all Nikki was showcased on was, yes, the fashion, right? Gorgeous. But all of the confessionals was this do to do you're struggling with the language or you're second guessing yourself. Mm, I feel like she kind of expands upon that in untucked. And I felt like once I saw that side of things, it was like, wow, RuPaul wasn't lying. If you don't watch untucked, you're really not getting the whole story. <laughs> you know, you're only getting half. The I, story. I really do feel like I only got half until this point. Uh, <laughs> Where I I think, though, that that can also be the setup for somebody to really blossom because I think Nikki, mm. when when Nikki said, like, I know that I can be quick and elo eloquent and eloquent and funny in my own language and, like, I know it's all in there. It's like that's a storyline that I'm kind of excited to watch unfold of someone figuring out, like a Trinity K. Bonet, like figuring out how to um, – get over that you know that hurdle and how to get past that narrative that she feels like she's already getting kind of pigeonholed into yes and i think sure that's certainly a story seed but i don't think it sprouts to anywhere because it's competing with heidi and closet's story seed of other things to overcome right she she had the allergic reaction she had to go to the hospital she got red for her face which was a big deal her 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 hat fell off during the runway, right? I feel like, and and all of her confessionals are sweet goose. She gave us tears. I just feel like if we're talking about the overcome and blossom story, it's Heidi in closet. 
Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I uh, I don't. There's just something about Nikki. Like normally, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I I hear that. I feel that. Like Heidi, I think I'm not. I don't disagree with you about Heidi. I just there's this there's something about Nikki, and I you know I could be wrong, but there's something about her where I'm like, oh, I feel like we're we're really just seeing like one like the beginning of this person's story. Like I just think there's more there. Maybe I'm just rooting for her, you know, like yeah, maybe I, I just that, like um, yeah. I really I really <laughs> felt for her like vulnerability and untucked and um I just thought it was I don't know, and the way that she could talk about it, yeah, very eloquently of like I'm I'm struggling right now and I'm trying to translate my struggle to you. I thought that yeah, was really I profound. love that quote. Yeah. yeah. Tr- translating my struggle. Uh it, it's a great line uh and a uh, sentiment. I just think it's Heidi's story and you know unless Nikki does really well in the challenges and I don't know I I would be surprised they also even highlighted her second guessing herself and that's a huge lesson that this platform teaches folks is don't second guess yourself it usually is the death knell uh i mean and we could do the research but usually when somebody starts to second guess themselves it's like um but you know um we've we've only seen you know so much so far so um i I feel like there's also this weird thing with nikki and how the other new york queens are like oh well you're not really new york right so i i I, the things that they're highlighting in all of the footage about nikki are telling me that she's yeah that if there if this was the top seven she would be this in seventh place unless they're just trying to throw you off the trail that's you know? true. That's I don't true. Know. I don't That's know. true. That's right. Um, <laughs> well, let's talk about just let's let's quickly talk about these other queens. We obviously only meet uh, seven of them this week. Um, yes. So we meet Britta, just uh, Britta, uh, just Britta, <laughs> just Britta. They filtered yeah, out her to, last you, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You filter everything else out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. Um, uh, it's too hard. Um, yeah, it's a refreshing <laughs> change. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, just put it in the fridge for a little while and pull her out. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. So Britta, oh my God. So I love Britta. Uh, I mentioned this on the Meet the Queens episode. I've been touting this on Instagram that I, for a while, when I found out Britta was going to be on the show, I'm like, Britta is who I'm rooting for. And I think she's too wonderful to go to the end. Wow. Wow. I really you know, do. I think she's too wonderful to go to the end. And then after seeing this premiere, her the storyline that I feel like they're creating for Britta is kind of overconfidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not attaching myself to any long term storylines yet. Like, I okay. just feel I'm like just trying to see what they are. Totally, I feel like it's like, hey, maybe like I can kind of plant suggestions. But I I just feel like, especially this early on, um, I think the past seasons were like Jinx Monsoon, like barely registered in the first couple episodes and like mm. you know Katya barely registered in the first couple of episodes of season seven in the way that she does later so um not that being said I, I feel like whenever a queen is being shown you know exhibiting the same confidence that Britta is showing and the whole bitch I've you know bitch I'm a performer you know like mm-hmm. when she's that is also usually a bad sign. <laughs> right, uh, right. Or, or, or at I've least... been in Broadway national tours. Don't come yes, for me. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm again, I'm like, I'm not disagreeing. I just, uh, I'm curious this season because the first episode was full of a couple goops, how, uh, how goopy it's going to get, you know, mm-hmm. like how, how, okay. how many long-term goops there are. Uh, I do think she's going to go like, I, this is the kind of queen where it's like, 
maybe this is wishful thinking, but she has to go to Snatch Game. I just have to see what she's going to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope she gets to Snatch Game. Uh, sure. I hope yeah. she gets there. Uh, right. That would be great. I mean, the other thing that I love about Britta on this episode is that for a very good portion of the episode, you believe that she's going to be the narrator. That's true. Usually, yeah, like that first queen that comes in, we've talked about that in the past. Like oftentimes it becomes a significant figure in the season. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm. it's exciting to figure out who the narrator is going to be, but certainly this first episode, I don't think it was her. It started as her. Yes. For sure, right? Because she was the first one there and we had just great talking heads uh, about Jackie's glamour and uh, Nikki coming in and uh, being like, oh, you know, she's not as good of a performer as me and all of that. And just all of her talking heads were how great she is. And again, mm-hmm. like back to that that confidence storyline, confidence corner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and throwback. The, the, <laughs> the quote that I love so much from Britta is that night I turn into Moana. <laughs> That was cute. Yeah, I have not seen Moana, so I assume she's beautiful. <laughs> I assume that's good. <laughs> oh, Mary. Oh. Yeah. I just, you know. It's a great movie. It's, I've it's, heard of it. I know. It's really that, yeah. great. Um, really great. Has nothing to do with a man. Ugh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Is it in any way related to Lilo and Stitch? <laughs> no, not okay. at all. Because <laughs> that has some surfing in it as well, right? <laughs> There's no surfing in Moana. Anyway, Mary, we're moving on. <laughs> There's water. I catch a wave while you're out there. What am I? Uh, uh, anyway, so, uh, so yes, go ahead. Well, I mean, we've we've talked a bunch about Nikki, but I want to bring up Widow Von Du now because I was definitely getting more of a narrator vibe this season, this episode, just this episode from Widow. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I also was getting a, a read this whole episode of like, Oh, I think Widow's going home. Oh, well, because she kind of turned into the villain during the rehearsal. That didn't mean anything. I felt like the edit she was getting, like not the performance, because she was obviously, you know, a goop. But um, it just felt like this was the queen. Yeah. Whenever there's a queen who can't get control of of the group during choreography rehearsal... It's like, oh, she's definitely lip syncing, you know? Right, uh, right. And I, so I was, that's why I'm so like reticent to make predictions because it's like this whole time I was going through it thinking, oh, they're not going to like her fashion. They're going to think it's too costumey or too this or too that. Um, you know, th- th- she's going to be too out of touch during the choreography and too pushy. I j- it just felt like these were going to hit notes that they don't normally go for. And I mean, I was so happy to see her be like such a star this episode. Yeah, that's to me, that's what she was. She was best actress of yeah. the season, uh, over this episode. Yeah. yeah she, uh, it was unexpected um, because, you know, yeah, she comes in, she's dressed in all black, right? Uh, you know, because, you know, visuals count. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, the, the whole rehearsal stuff, I was like, that is just fabricated. I feel like there it, it might have even been bigger that they were kind of mugging to the camera about it just in case they needed some storyline mm. but because because she gets to the top they didn't use it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, true. It, it definitely felt like um and you know, we'll talk about it when we talked about it untucked, but I felt like yeah, when they actually broke it down it was like okay, this was not this was not the end of the world. Y'all had met two hours ago. So like, right. Right. You didn't have a chance to hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, before we go on and talk about the other queens, maybe we should take just a quick little break. I could do that. Hey, Mary, we actually have a lot more to say about this week's episode of Drag Race. So, Colin, where can we where can they find this discussion? Well, that, of course, would be Nuance, the All Right Mary after show, available exclusively on Patreon at patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. All right. Well, what do we say? Uh, we show them a little clip of it. All right. Mary. So what were your thoughts on Untucked here? I'm very curious to see if any of the next batch of queens doesn't care about being likable. You know, it's interesting that Britta kind of gave everybody an opportunity to be biggest competition, and she wasn't anybody's biggest competition. Why are we highlighting the I can see your beard through your makeup? I love when RuPaul, when he talks through laughter, like, I, I mean, I wasn't gonna, you know, it does that. I love that. I Me too. Love I that. love that too. No matter how fucking beautiful and talented she is, which it's clear she is, that is gonna come up and bite her. I think we could be totally wrong about her. I oh I say God. that for all of our all of our piggy bottom ma- matrons listening. Just roll into it, baby. <laughs> Please don't. That will hurt. <laughs> so if you want to hear all that and more, just go to patreon.com backslash allrightmary, and we will see you in nuance. Alright, Mary. Alright, Mary. So let's talk about Another New York queen, Jackie Cox. Yeah, Jackie Cox. Um, I, uh, you know, I feel like going in, I don't want to compare queens, but there, when queens are, some queens, like, especially when they come in and they get, they, they get kind of described as, oh, she doesn't have much of a fashion sense. She's more of like a cerebral queen. You know, like I think... That can feel like, oh, all right, we might, let's not get too attached to this queen. But by the end of the episode, I was like, oh, Jackie Cox is a front runner here. Yeah. Like, she's so far, to, you know, to date. You know what I mean? Um, she's, uh, she's certainly, certainly the adult in the room. Yes, she's the adult in the room, and she's the one that I want to fuck in the room. If I could just be so oh. lewd. I think yeah. Jackie Cox is I was going back and forth with a Mary on Twitter about it, like just drooling over Jackie Cox. And that was before this episode. I knew that Jackie Cox uh, out of drag was, quote unquote, my type. And mm-hmm. it I, I, the glasses just kill me. I just die. I melt, Mary. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's it's that is uh, that is certainly I mean, I was like, oh, if you didn't tell me that was a New York queen, I was like, that's a Midtown West New York queen. Like that, that, that Mark Fisher fitness snatched body. Barry's boot camp leg and butt day. Totally, Tuesday. Totally. Um, totally. And I, yeah, I fully appreciate that. I, I, I like the, I like the meat on British bones. Um, you know, uh, I'm into that. Okay. I think that's, I think too, so far, uh, I have a weird Nikki. Nikki Dell's not really like my type physically. Um, she's too pretty, you know, too good looking. But I have such a little crush on Nikki because I just feel for her. Um, oh, I see. Okay. But I well, great. Yeah, I, I hope that like... you don't go into a relationship with somebody that you feel bad for, Mary. No, I know. Really, that's <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I uh, no. 
No, I know. I know better. I know. I uh, I, I just... Anyway. I don't want to marry her. <laughs> uh, I just want to smell... Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> her baguette. Um, so, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I just want to butter her baguette. I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to make sous vide with her or anything. All I'm right. just trying or, to. Au revoir. Au revoir. Yeah. Au revoir, Simone. Uh, so, so Jackie Cox. So, I love Jackie's aesthetic. I, that 60s, 50s camp. I love that she's like the Annette Funicello of drag. I think that's how I'm just going to watch her this season. There is this smart and funny queen that I think is going to be featured. And yes, I also believe that she will be a front runner. I think for ratings sake, right. They're going to keep her around. They would have kept her around because she's an attractive person on TV, but Mm -hmm. uh, there's also, you know, in a, in a, a season in the era of Trump and all of that, I, I think also keeping a Persian princess, right. That, that, that there is something that they're also saying by having that type of uh, representation on TV. Uh, But all of that aside, she's very, very, very talented. And I think she's going to do really well in Snatch Game. Yeah, that's another one who I'm very excited to see what kind of Snatch Game we're going to get. So, um, yeah, Jackie Cox. uh, Yes. I also Uh, love love that she, and, you know, this goes back to Nina West and Evie Oddly, her drag, I think, is always going to be in one lane, which mm-hmm. tells me that she kind of knows what she's doing, right? She's not just figuring things out. She's not experimenting. She already knows what type of drag right. queen she is so well that she can apply it to various challenges. Yeah, that'll be inter- interesting to see, like, different runways or different challenges where um, can she take that? Can she can she move out of... Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, I was going to say, like, out of a certain aesthetic, but then, like, even in this week's challenge and the rap, it's not like she was, you know, she wasn't giving me 1960s uh, rap, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, she wasn't? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I, I was not You're so well-versed in 60s rap. Yeah, I, I am. Well, you I know, I, I love 60s rap. Oh, my God. I love 60s rap. <laughs> I love oceanography. I love I'm, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so into 60s rap right now. <laughs> oh, God. My boyfriend's back. Right? Isn't that... Isn't there a yeah, whole rap section yeah. of that? Yeah. Yeah. It was... It was uh, when yeah, he came around... Dun, 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 oh, dun, right? yeah. Oh, man. That was... Some... I felt like... I felt like they were really speaking for the people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Mary, let's get on uh, with some of these other queens and so we could just talk more about the episode. Uh, so yeah. just first, we we did spend a little time on Heidi in Closet. She has a lot of sound bites that I think are, you know, memeable, right? The leprosy print. She has SPF 100, sassy professional fears, the whole wall drying moment. Uh, you know, best supporting actress or best featured actress is the producer of this episode. That oh, like, talked back, right? I love mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, I you know I feel like 
I'll be, we've seen a, a bit of that, you know, with both Nikki and Heidi, uh, in term and, and it works like, you know, it happened maybe once or twice in past seasons. We've seen it a few times in one episode. I feel like between those producer jump-ins and like RuPaul's meta moment of like, uh, Mr. Director, put a laugh mm. track on your Carson said, there's something a little different and a little more, um, <clears throat> kind of, uh, breaking the fourth wall yeah. breaking the fantasy a little bit i'm okay with it i, I think, think it's so a too. smart yes. it's a smart evolution right. you know it's a but, show uh yeah 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 like they're not trying to fool anybody so i like that uh yeah heidi's heidi's great i um i don't know if i'm allowed to ask what her civil rights hair is but i think that is that is really funny i, th- oh, I think it was that very funny just that it, yeah. categorization of it is i mean i can i can put two and two together i get what she's saying but what it felt she feels very original. It doesn't feel like she's. Oh, I'm not so trying to compare authentic. queens. She's so authentic there, right? I if if people will forgive one comparison, I think that Heidi and Closet is doing a little more organically what I think Silky Nutmeg Ganache was trying to do a little more forcefully. Meaning, oh, just be yourself. Like I think that. I think that if Silky just relaxed and wasn't coming in with the intention of getting a spinoff, mm. um, maybe we would have fallen in love with her the same way we're falling in love with Heidi, uh, who is equally coming out with really funny one-liners and is super charming and has a gap in her teeth. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's like there, there's a. It's like let's try this one again. Like they, <laughs> I'm not saying they're the same, but there's certainly a like. Uh, I'm much more easily falling in love with Heidi. So what did you think about the read on her name? They spent a significant amount of time kind of not loving her drag name. I mean, that was really surprising. I, uh, I to the point of, yeah, saying worst drag name ever, what can we do to change it? Right. I, I, I don't know what to make of that. I, I'm curious what her take is, because obviously she didn't know they said that until, you know, Friday night. Right. I mean, I think it's – I don't think it's the worst drag name ever. I think it's just – I think there's so many campy drag names that make you roll your eyes and laugh because they're stupid, but that's the point. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think – I'm. it is. It's such a stupid name, but I say stupid with love. You know, yeah. like, oh, that – like it's good, bad, drag. You mean stupid, stupid love, Mary? Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh my you God. You fell into it. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you fell I'm in. Sorry. You fell into the gap in Tidying Closet's teeth. Um. So uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> um. I. I know. I. I, I don't want to make light of it, but uh, I couldn't help see the pun of not Heidi in closet, but Hivey in closet. Uh. Just because she. <laughs> She broke out of the hives. Um, oh, Hivey and I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I'm going home. Our Marys have turned off the podcast. Oh, well, that's, you know, that's... Canceled. That's a shame. Canceled. Canceled. Start a hashtag. All right already, Mary. Hivey in closet. So um, Hivey in closet. Well, we'll get uh, to more about Heidi, but let's uh, just... Your first thoughts on Gigi Good walking into the workroom. You know, I I think that Gigi Good seems like I think she seems great. I think she thinks she seems great. I I obviously her fashion is great, and I feel like that's it's like she knows that's what everyone is looking for coming in, and her personality. I mean, that's you know 
what's mo- really most important. And I think they made a big deal this episode of highlighting that that really did come out mm-hmm. and that she's, um, according to Michelle Visage, not like one of those other boring fashion queens. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, no. They've had on the show. Oh, And I was like, man. who, who, who could you be speaking of? Is there is there a pearl in your eye? Um, yeah, is there something on my face? <laughs> um, did she wake up a long a, a, a long time ago? God damn it! I woke up a long time ago. God damn it! Oh well, hopefully you know the truth will come out of its shell. <laughs> oh yeah, really? I I mean. Yeah, Michelle really. Uh, <laughs> she really came out of her Michelle. Yeah, she really came out of her Michelle. Uh, uh, <laughs> Michelle. Um, <laughs> well, come out of your Michelle. <laughs> That's so great. I do have. Uh, there is another. Uh, you know, Michelle stepping in shit moment later, but we'll get to it. Mm. Um, so the the moment that. I remember about Gigi Good coming to the workroom is instead of the shade of how old are you and it's you know oh I'm 40 uh, really right but this time it really? was you're oh, never I'm, too old to dream yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't I, I you have to Tempest du jour I have to finish it yeah. for All Star 6 yes absolutely yeah. Um, yeah. get her back on my TV screen um, Mama's home again yeah. um so <laughs> she so but this one it just flipped it on its head because she was like oh i'm 21 years old and all the other queens were like really <laughs> really you're never too young to win So, okay, so Crystal Method, this is the queen that when she came in, I'm like, oh, Colin is going to love this queen. Mm. Thoughts? Okay, so I am still, like, getting my bearings with with Crystal. Uh, It's Crystal. Uh, (laughs) I told you. (laughs) I told you. (laughs) But, uh, you know. It's actually Crystal, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, you know. You don't know shit. But you don't know shit. But I, uh, what I'm most delighted by is that the way that she's been embraced by the other people in the room and by the judges. I mean, Mm. I think I think Michelle is correct to be like, oh, I want to see what else you can do because it's been a lot of the same makeup. I say the same thing about Gigi Good. Enough with the hip, with the with the helmets. Right. You know, they wouldn't like, say that though, because again, this is uh, they're just calling out her costumeness, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Which you know seems a little biased, you know. Um, yeah, I totally like. I think, but I I see, I see what they're saying about. I just need to see some variety in sure. your aesthetic, and I think you look at Jackie Cox and you get what that means. You well, know? and it's I like, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I think with Crystal. The reason why I think her other looks passed was because of the Freddy Krueger look. I mean, Crystal Krueger, like that. Yeah, I that was so cool. I love that Michelle appreciated it because I was like, "This is such cool drag." And honestly, a few seasons ago, it would have gotten the wah 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 music. Mm. Like, it just would not have. Uh, I like it's incredible how I don't know why Price's Right music would play, but it just would. But I just I. 
<laughs> I love that she's not being made a fool of, you know? Yeah. The, the other queens also aren't like, you know, these these six others, right? Because we haven't met the others. But uh, she, yeah, they're just kind of like, oh, my God, you're so creative, right? And it's very positive. Because uh-huh. you can see it kind of being the same thing that they did to Evie last time, right? Which is why mm. I think Crystal is going to stick around. Because at the end of the day, Drag Race also has something to say, which is... You know, it's just a different form of drag. And while there are not that many forms of drag featured on this platform, here's Mm. one that also just deviates in a similar way that uh, Evie's did or Sharon's did, where it's like, yeah, they're pushing the boundary or even Bianca Del Rio and Trixie Mattel, right? Uh, Crystal is pushing the boundary with the Glamazon Gigi Good type of drag. So I... I, my impression is that we have this sh- sweet little shy goose that is this creative energy a la kimchi, and we're just going to see that, and they're going to showcase that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I feel like Crystal also to me feels like this is a queen who, I don't know why, I just have this like sense that she's got a story that she's going to share this season. Mm. And I know that's like a pretty broad generalization because most queens do, but there's something about like I – I think of the way RuPaul. I don't. He doesn't really use this expression as much anymore. But he always used. He always used to say the sweet, sensitive souls who you know who this world is too much for. Blah blah blah. Like Crystal out of drag has such a sweet, sensitive soul energy, mm-hmm. and I just kind of want to. It's like I just want to know who are you? What what's all going on with you? I'm rooting for her in the in partially because I'm, I'm excited by her drag, but also because I the person underneath seems like a really like interesting person, and I just want to know more about him hurt them are you are you consulting your crystal ball i uh yeah i have a very specific method in which i <laughs> consult my crystals uh my ab crystals, crystals. Uh, i got them from valentina <laughs> yeah um they're my ab crystals oh uh, yeah crystal method uh I, yeah the 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 opening look i was like whoa okay this is a lot um <clears throat> but when when she came out as Freddie or not, here she comes. I was like, Ugh. I, you know, my first reaction was, soak what up, right? But then, yeah, I, then, right. then I saw the band-aids as the hair. And to be honest with you, on a runway where all of the queens, they just all did fashion glamour, she stuck out, right? This is the look you remember from this runway, or at least one of them. There's another one that I'll talk about in a little bit, but this is the one that I remember, right? And, you know, if I'm going to go, all right, Mary, punning with it, like she was dressed to the knives, Mary. Oh, 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 all right. Yeah, this was a nightmare I never wanted to wake up from. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's one way to make sure no one falls asleep during your runway. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Freddie, two shoes over here. Yeah. One, two, Crystal's coming for you. <laughs> Why y'all screaming? He cuts you up every ball. Yeah. <laughs> wake up, wake up. <laughs> How's this for a wet dream? All right, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a bodice oh. ripper. Okay. <laughs> All right. Many teenage fashion victims. Okay. Many. Many Not were slain. Many. <laughs> Many were slayed in the making of these puns. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this one's just stuck out and in a great way, right? Because it was, it, it took a risk. And the other thing that I love that she highlighted is that she made it. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think that that's we didn't really hear much from the queens in terms of like whether they made a look or they brought a look. And a lot of times, it's like to go with that theme of like this. The show is so much more a platform now. It's also a platform for so many designers mm. to have their stuff worn by the queens on the show, right? Or, so, or the queens' like, moms, right? Which I, I love that the youngest mom. queen on there is like my mom made it for me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Mrs. Good, who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? <laughs> Debbie Good. <laughs> Brenda Good. <laughs> yeah. Sharon Good. Celeste Good. <laughs> yeah. Rosemary Good. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Good. Janine Good. <laughs> uh, I just love that. Her, she's like, oh, my mom made this one too. And it's like a BDSM horse rider. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. It's like so. Wow, that's uh, yeah. Your mom's uh, your mom's a sick bitch. She's that bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, if we're gonna move on to this mini challenge just briefly, uh, it was a little saturated with like fashion looks that were so tailored that the ones that stuck out were Crystal and then Widow. I thought Widow oh, yeah. did so well. You know, I I don't I didn't know what to make of the of the. Um, the beige pantsuit. The tan. Um, oh, the tans, tans, tans across the board. Yeah, I did, maybe that one didn't jump out to me as much, but the neoprene one mm. was just bananas. I mean, that was just great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say I totally agree. I think the looks that were less fashion, um, you know, I Jackie Cox stood out to me because it prompted a Ruth Gordon reference. So right. I mean, right? Of it course. doesn't take much. Yes. You know. Uh, <laughs> But and I I liked that Gigi was kind of like I was like oh I love this sort of uh, this take on a horse girl you mm, know like I want to see yes. ho- horse girl drag uh, horse girl totally, drag totally totally and category also, is horse girls <laughs> horse, girl, horse girls uh, it's also just kind of kinky too like kinky horse girls right yeah uh, yeah kinky horse girls well I mean I my sense is that like horse girls oh yeah the freaks. <laughs> Freaks, and I say that with love. Yes, like of course. Yes, of course. yes. There you are, looking all prim and proper, doing your riding lessons, and then you're just a fucking dynamite beast. in Good the hay. You. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, uh, just a no a ifs, stallion. ands, or nays about it. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Mm. Reared uh, back, ri- <laughs> riding bareback. <laughs> Side saddle. Um, so <laughs> that's a new position. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe not. Um, maybe for you, yeah. Mary. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, just uh, a quick. If I wanted to be fucked to sleep, I'd do side saddle. <laughs> Sorry. They shoot horses, don't they? Yeah. Should Netflix they shoot? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a comeback reference. Um, explaining yeah. jokes. Uh, all in all, right, Mary, we explain our jokes. Uh, much yeah, like still doing it. Much like Nicki Minaj had to explain all of the rap lyrics, which I love too. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, just yeah, yeah. Just big shout out to Mayhem Miller and Kamora Black as Kanye and Kim. I thought that was a great little addition. Was was that them? Yes, Mary. Is that really? Yes, confirmed. Okay, thank you. Because I was like, "What is this? <laughs> Who?" Like, I thought that this was like actual celebrity impersonators. Like, wouldn't this be a goop? 
soak what up? Yeah, uh, soak what up? <laughs> no, it, yeah, it was Mayhem and Kimura. So I was happy to see them. That's great. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's what a fun little. I hope we get a few more little. It's like AJ and the Queen all over again. Mm-hmm. You know, these AJ, little cameos. AJ and the Queen. Um, yeah. Runway floor. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but again, everybody's having fun and it's it it's just fun. there's no winner of this mini challenge. It's just low stakes in the sense of like take this moment in on your premiere, which I just loved. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Even even when Heidi's thing came off, she was like, whatever. She just kept walking and it was fun. Yeah, and I I appreciated that, you know, much like, you know, Monique Hart, it's like the bitch wiggled. Nevertheless, she wiggled, wiggled. you know, like she said, I kept I love that she said I kept going and that's important. (laughs) And it is. (laughs) And it is. is. That is the most important thing. And she did. It was she did it. It was great. She did it. (laughs) One last uh, observation from Gigi Good of this mini challenge. If any Mary's no, actually, it wasn't the mini challenge. It's her runway look. Any mayor, any top model marries anybody else getting Joanna House, anybody else. Joanna House in the helmet. I think it was like the third to last glamour face challenge uh, in season two. Just let me know if you also got Joanna House. Anyway, okay, I'm done. Is that like a was that like a real estate ad? What is that? No, no, sh- <laughs> it's it it was Yo. <laughs> oh no, her is name. Like- her name is Joanna House. Oh, yeah. Is she a real estate agent? <laughs> I will sell this house today. Yeah. Um, no, she's not. She's a model, actually. Oh. A house model? I mean. In her house coat? Um, yeah. Yeah. No, Mary. No. Uh, top model reference. Sorry. Uh, so, anyway. Oh, okay. Um, you know. Uh, I don't know where you want to go next if you want to talk about the lip sync or some of these looks. I mean, you know, I, I want to say that, like, I don't need to dive into the choreography because I always find the no. choreography rehearsals boring. Right. Um, I I think we would be remiss to not acknowledge that this week's Social Justice Corner, Social Justice Corner is back. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, to your point, having Jackie Cox on is an opportunity to talk about the Persian queer narrative. Uh, and, you know, I mean... I appreciate that Social Justice Corner is still happening. Um, It was, this is a weird example, but go with me. So I remember reading a review of the movie The Hours, and there's a scene in The Hours where Meryl Streep cries in the kitchen with Jeff Daniels. It's a great scene. And I remember the review saying, like, here is kind of your requisite quintessential, you know, Meryl Streep crying scene. Like, here it is. Like, it's, it's on the nose, Meryl Streep crying in a movie. And... I'm happy to see it, but like that review always made it made me feel like, oh, it feels less special and more like, well, we saw this coming. Mm. I think that this social justice corner very much felt like it was hitting, we've hit all of those notes before. There wasn't really any, there were, changing the topic, but the same kind of beats and yes. the same kind of, oh, we're going to talk about something serious, right? There's no jokes. Yeah. Now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the kind of like, you know, uh, the uplifting music towards the end of ja- and with Jackie saying we have to keep fighting and mm-hmm. we're in an election year. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just um, I think what I always think about with this is like Social Justice Corner isn't for me, but it's for a lot of other people, you know. Right. And 
to be fair, it used to be the most exciting thing about this platform for me was mm -hmm. great. They're mm -hmm. telling queer stories that are important on a large platform that people can discuss later at the bar or whatever, and it can come up and it can, you know, you know, that that little boy in the attic reading Vogue magazine and fashion magazine. That's a Devil Wears Prada reference. Um, but, mm. you know, there's somebody watching this that needs to hear it. So I. I will always welcome that it's there. I think it, it's an integral part of the platform and, uh, you know, especially this year. And using this this narrative uh, about immigration and about culture intersected with sexuality, an intersection is a, a nuance of the last, you know, five years that, that is starting to come into more people's, especially gay people, cis gay white men, they're starting to understand, oh, actually, it's, it, you know, it, gay rights is not just we got married, but there's more, right? There's more mm -hmm. that has to do with intersectionality. So I was just, you know, it. I think it's very forward thinking to have this type of story uh, this year in the Totally. Premiere. Yeah. Totally. I think in terms of the narratives, and we'll probably get a lot of stories that are very timely um, this season, but I think the structure of it... I, I guess it's kind of like, well, they're all at the mirror going on the runway soon. Seems like this is a good time to have social justice corner. Like mm. I, 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 I would love to see it play out a different way, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how just kind of, um, hit a new note with it. Uh, but yeah, no, no digs against actually having the moment. That's great. Right. Um, so I am totally keen to move right onto the runway. And um, I mean, I would say like in terms of the runway looks before, I mean, uh, maybe we just talked about so we just talked about a bunch of looks, but which of the sparkly glitter on the runway looks like really jumped out for you? Uh, Joanna House, right? Uh, Gigi Good. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was just really sharp. Uh, if I were going to pick my favorite one, it might have been informed by Rue's reaction, but when Widow came uh, out, RuPaul went, oh, damn. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Widow's, response to Widow. Widow's, Widow's um, commentary, like Judy Jetson, after she took over the company, bitch better have my sprockets. Like That, to me, was the most memorable, and I... It was my favorite look uh, of the evening because of the reactions, not necessarily the iconography of it. Because if it was about iconography, it was Gigi Good, and then maybe a close second was uh, Jackie Cox, uh, just because it, I got Cher and Mermaids. But um, oh yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. That's that's where I was. What about you? Um, well, you know, I I certainly agree. I, Widow, I, I felt like her look, like it was like she was the CEO of whatever airline Trixie Mattel worked for in the Glamazonian Airways runway. Yes. <laughs> Like yes. it was, there that was that got. connection. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. And I love that. I love that. Like that aesthetic it was like, oh, I love that. I love this. So yeah, big business in space. Like Widow was was. It was she doesn't she is not subtle. She is. Uh, and I like that. Yeah. Um, same. I think to your point about RuPaul's reactions and how it informed my feelings. I think the way that RuPaul said about Crystal, I guess it's today, Satan. <laughs> I, I thought that was a brilliant throwback. Um, it was just like, oh, you do remember things these queens say. I love it. Totally. Uh, yeah. Well, and that one especially because that's Bianca, her, you know, her contemporary if you will. totally yeah yeah eventual replacement <laughs> bianca del rio yeah um 
And then I, I, my other thought was just in terms of Nikki Doll. Obviously, she looked beautiful, but knowing that Robin's going to be there next week, it would have mm. just been like, I mean, it's great that Nikki met Nikki, but yeah. like she was giving me Robin tonight, you know? Totally. And so that right. would have been. She a was fun dancing on her well. own this episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Totally. She was. Uh, yeah. She was in the corner watching me kiss her. Yeah. And call, oh, calling her girlfriend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was calling her girlfriends. Yeah. Doing yeah. it Cobra style. You know what I'm saying, Mary? Um, <laughs> that, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just to kind of because uh, we kind of skipped over the main challenge. I don't have we much did. to say except that everybody I, I, I said this before. Everybody did well because that's what they showed us. And that's why I was really happy. They didn't show us struggling and to record this or, you know, messing up the beats and how, you know, it was just all very well produced. We saw them all do really, really well. And it if you're looking for clues that nobody was going home this episode it was that the, this episode wasn't highlighting anybody's faults you were only mm-hmm. highlighting like Heidi in closet overcoming all of the mistakes she made right because there were there were moments they could have shown Nikki kind of mm-hmm. being a little low energy mm-hmm. like there were there was a lot they could have they certainly could have done I I think the editing it was it was very much to make them look as good as possible um and you know, and I kind of feel like if what they're, if the intention is for people to get to know these queens, um, like th- that all makes sense to me, right? That they're not trying to paint any of them as villains yet. Yep. They're not trying to paint any of them as like weaker, or lesser. If anything, yes, some of them have stuff to overcome, like bad drag names. But <laughs> it, you know, it's just episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, yeah, yeah, I felt like it was just it was a great performance. It was really fun and. Widow was incredible. Widow was incredible. Rubbed together like they harmonize serving looks while I eat these fries is Ugh. my sexuality. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. If only she could rhyme mozzarella sticks with something, then we would have. Nicki Minaj could. I, I, she could. Confident, yeah. Confident in that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, just a, a, I will say this. Let, let me move to nuance. I'll move to nuance Michelle Visage and her critiques because uh, you know and and kind of talking about Heidi uh, during the critiques we could save that for the runway I do want to move to this lip sync sure I I all I want to just say is when Jackie Cox says to RuPaul salam RuPaul June uh, I probably pronounced the inflection of that wrong but the way that RuPaul said sounds delicious I'll have two it's like mildly problematic but i still laughed and i'm just gonna admit that yeah the the whole bar i was at yes the whole bar i was at laughed very hard and it was you know because the intent is there and it also kind of paints rupaul as the buffoon it's not totally it it, totally wasn't that what she said was stupid or i don't understand you it's no i'm dumb (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. The joke was RuPaul being dumb, yeah, and I right. like on purpose. Like, yeah. it was what Nicki Minaj said of like, uh, like you can be funny without being the joke. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. can be in on it. And I, I just thought that moment was so funny. Oh yeah, uh, good, good, it was like the saboteur highlight. moment. Yeah, oh you know? god, I yeah. love that saboteur moment because RuPaul. Yeah. I'm not convinced that RuPaul knew. <laughs> Oh right, but the way that he played it of like the the just mouthing, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> was just beautiful. Um, so this lip sync, all I have to say is Widow Von did that. The mm. I my guess though is that you love the nuance of Gigi's performance. Well, I you know I can't deny that like uh, the widow you know 
she she joined her beloved in heaven after that lip sync. Like she <laughs> she just <laughs> I mean, you know, but um but I appreciated that there was two different styles and in moments I was like, I don't know who's gonna win this because I at first I thought, is this gonna be like Ben versus Shangela mm. doing Anaconda, mm-hmm. you know, where it's too total like where you expect Shangela to win, but then Ben kind of subverts it. Yes. I I loved the choices that Gigi made, but at a certain point, you're like, just give it to Widow already. She dislocated her knee. I know, I know. She did so much. She did she did the the windmill split. She did a jump turn split. She did a split slide. She had a reveal. She did the 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 thing with her leg going the wrong direction. She you know dislocated Ugh. her shoulders. It was everything and the energy was really high and i think that's what that song calls for i also think that's a great lip sync song uh because i love nikki the verses in that um and uh, Gigi, it was it was surprising and it, it had funny moments and you every time i tried to watch this and only stare at Gigi, despite the editing i kept looking at widow Oh, yeah. I mean, I was watching for Gigi's little nuances, but like Widow was like, wow, this is, you know, I, I watched the the pit stop with, with Bob the Drag Queens oh. hosting it now and had Sasha Valore as the first guest. Oh. And he was saying it more about the, the uh, I'm that bitch performance, but I think there was some of the similar focus in the lip sync is that Widow was able to find the camera. And like make that connection, uh, yes. and I feel like there's moments where like she did she did one of those splits towards the end, and she just was like locking eyes with Rue and like just pounding her tuck against the floor, and I was like, this queen, this fucking queen. It was just, it was great. I, I mean, it was like the perfect example of you have got to give it to her. Yeah, like that first episode, she, right? Emptying the tank. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very excited about her. Totally. Now. Just to kind of wrap up this discussion, was there a standout BSA of this episode for you? I mean, there's in terms of the queens, there's an obvious one, and she will have lots of opportunities to be nominated. I cannot go uh, this episode without giving it the Best Supporting Actress to Nicki Minaj. Okay, great. I mean, great. great. A fabulous guest, potentially one of the best guests they've yes. ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh and we, and you know and we'll talk about it in nuance, but but in Untucked, I mean, just really delivers some genius. So, uh, but I mean, Heidi and Closet, oh, hang in there. Yes, yeah, Slayana, hang in there. Slayana, yeah. hanging by a thread. Yeah, Slayana and Closet, yeah. hang in there. Slay- <laughs> yeah, hanging from a hanger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but not a wire hanger. Yeah, no, um, no. Uh, adult in the room. I mean, Jackie, Jackie Cox. Cox. Okay, so yeah. I got Britta Filter, but she's like a divorced aunt. So uh-huh. there's problems there, but she is still, she's got her heart in the right place. She's been through a lot and she is just there to spread some love, but also hold on to herself. Because in Untucked as well, there was a great, you know, lovely, I'm your aunt taking care of you moment, which I loved. Yeah. I also feel like with Britta that she's like, I'm your aunt. And then eventually she's like, so I have a really interesting business opportunity for you. <laughs> have, have you heard of It Works? <laughs> Um, I don't know. wear costume jewelry. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I feel like uh, yeah, she seems like a, a multi level marketing aunt. <laughs> oh, good you know? one, good one, Mary. Um, so yeah. if this was the top seven, who would win this season and who would go home next? Well, 
I think what we're seeing is, hmm, that's a good question. I, oh God, that's so hard to say. I feel like I don't, if I were, if I had to pull like a, maybe I could, what I could give you is a a top three. If I had to extract a top three from here, just from these queens. Is it the edit or is it your feelings? It's probably both. Okay. Um, But I'm trying to be objective as possible that I, I think that it would be, Jackie Cox, Gigi Good, and um, oh god, it's tough between Britta, Nikki, and Widow. But I would say maybe. Oh, I don't know. I feel like if they keep loving Widow, it'll be lit Widow. But if they start to not like her fashion, it'll be Nikki. Okay, uh, for me, who wins the season based on the edit is Gigi. And the edit, Nikki goes home next. That Those are my feelings mm. based on this edit. But in terms of my feelings, who I want to win this season, somewhere between Jackie Cox and Widow, going home next, it's probably going to stay Nikki just because I'm not mm. – I like her as a performer – and I am not that I'm not as excited about her drag compared with everybody else's. And that, again, is an opinion. It's subjective. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for the top three to end up being Britta, Heidi and Crystal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like and being totally wrong. Yeah. So we say all that being like, I don't know. I mean, I saw <laughs> oh, like an hour and a half of the show. Yeah. Well, let's move the rest uh, of this conversation onto our Patreon level nuance. But uh, mm-hmm. in the meantime, Mary's, if you have any thoughts on the premiere or the first half of the premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race season 12, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary. You can email us at All Right marypodcast at gmail.com you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or www.tasteofreality.com backslash allright-mary you can find me on instagram at johnny also or on twitter at johnny also one and you can hear more of me on either my podcast in the details a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast a celebration of best supporting actresses with nick kachanov uh, you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore, and you can find more of both of us, including the All Right Mary After Show nuance at patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. I love you for that. Um, so uh, now, Mary, we have a last chance lip sync. I think you should set it up because it it's more about your journey uh, into new music. So why don't you set it up for us? Yes, Mary, I am having a love affair right now, and his name is Jerome, (laughs) and her name is Lizzo, and I finally got on the bandwagon, and, you know, I pulled the flute out of my ass, and I figured out what was going on with her, and I love her, too. I... I, I just I'm loving Lizzo and I'm loving the song Jerome. I think it is so performative and so smart and so catchy and just so fucking good. It's such a great song. And I think it's season 12. We got to raise the bar here. And I think this is a song that um, raises the bar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mary, that was a uh, stretch. Did you uh, stretch before that reach? Um... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, beehive. <laughs> uh, 
here I am, you know, hiding in my closet. Um, so, <laughs> well, with that, Marys, we're gonna we're gonna leave you until next week. Uh, just remember, be kind, be kind to these queens, be kind to others. I think we need a little bit more of it in the world. So, uh, with that, here is Jerome by Lizzo. So yeah.